0: Welcome back to another episode of Too Much Podtar as we have the second episode of today as you know we had the 100th episode Yes, i mean not yesterday, earlier today a couple hours ago so now we have DFS again just a shorter slate i believe the main slate's only 5 games so and only so, only like 7 games total i think for the whole day so definitely going to be rolling through this quick, giving some, some of our favorite picks, me and Joe Ricotta, again, as always. We've been doing this for a few, t- few days in a row now. So, yeah, we'll be doing pitchers, hitters, stacks, some of the guys we like. So, yeah, let's go jump into it, pitchers. Uh, Joey, you want to go first for that?
1: For pitchers?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I, have i i put most of the research into pitching, um, so far at this point. Um, and just, you know, so I, and I dive into hitters more after I do that, but, um, yeah, for pitching, uh, I like starting at the top, you know, you probably could have predicted this, mm. but, um, I don't think it's a Homer pick because I think. Hugh Darvish is definitely going to be owned by, um, I'm, I'm not going to be the only person here, and I. Th- but I think it's well-deserving uh, going against the Brewers tomorrow at Wrigley. Uh, the Brewers strike out at the third-highest rate in all of baseball and second-highest versus right hand pitching. And they've also gotten off to kind of a sluggish start this season. Um I don't know. Are we even sure that they are as good as some people thought going into the season? I mean, of Mm. course, Yelich is, but the rest of the lineup, I don't know about, you know, some of these other guys. Yeah, they are good, too. But the lineup as a whole, I don't know. They're throwing out some guys there that really probably shouldn't be in the everyday lineup. Um, But Darvish has picked up where he left off last season, walking very few batters. You know, he's got a 3.1% walk rate and really limiting hard contact with a 26.1 hard hit percentage. Um, Yeah, he's 2-1 with a 2.12 ERA. And I expect him to bring it again tonight against the Brewers. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's he's my top spend-up for sure. Um, Looking down a little bit lower... I don't really want to go too much lower uh, or too low today, but you could go on the other side of that with Corbin Burns against the Cubs. The problem is he's not actually starting. He looks like Brett Anderson's going to get the start, and then he's going to be the probable long reliever, but that could be a potential low-owned GPP play, although I don't love it. I think the Cubs could put up some runs against Anderson depends how long they let him go and Still burns. I I don't see him really paying off, I, you know, it's just a dart throw at that point, but um, In the mid-range at least on DraftKings um, for prices um, Anthony DiSclafani, Tony Disco or Disco Tony um, eighty-two hundred. I like him, and I like Jake Arrieta at seventy-three hundred. Uh, Disco is going to be going up against Pittsburgh, and uh, Pittsburgh has the lowest WOBA and WRC plus versus righties this season at only two thirty-three and forty-six, respectively. Um, they also K more the versus righties than lefties, twenty-three point nine percent compared to only. 18.1% versus lefties. Um, Disco has yet to give up an earned run, and and he's only walked one batter in 11 innings this year. Mm-hmm. So at at 8200, I think you could do worse. And the Reds are negative 180 favorites from Vegas so far. So that's always good. Arietta versus Baltimore. The weather, I don't know. There's supposed to be rain, like 37% chance or something. I saw. So we'll see. Um, but negative 190 favorites from Vegas. Um, he looked good his last time out. He's been keeping the ball on the ground, relying mostly on a sinker. Um, Baltimore has a fairly high soft contact rate versus right-handed pitchers. Uh, I think he can neutralize them and pick up the win. So 7,300 on DK, it's not a bad play. So those are kind of, that's, that's kind of where I'm looking as far as, uh, pitchers go tomorrow or today excuse me
0: (laughs) i yeah i like those same ones you mentioned i like all them uh another another note on desk he strikes he struck out combined polanco bell frazier baran and newman 14 times in their in his career against them that's another thing as you said with the strike he can rack up the strikeouts and i think he will against them is you know they're they're in the bottom, towards the bottom of the league in all offensive categories so far. And only three and thirteen on the year, so I, definitely the way he's been pitching, especially with only one walk each strikeouts, he's going to be, he's going to put up numbers. So, and then as you said with Arietta, I really like his, the matchup against the Orioles for him he had 27.1 points in draftkings last his last start uh, with 6k's, 1 walk, no no runs, just 3 hits in 6 innings. So, definitely build off that start and I think he'll get the run support with the Phillies facing off uh against uh a Shellman of the Orioles.
2: So, <laughs> I love the way you said it. A shellman. He's gonna get shelled.
0: Oh yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> a shellman. A she- he's a shelled man.
2: Yeah, he's a shelled man. That's gonna get exposed and taken out of his shell. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: those. My favorites are, are Ariad and flani, but I, don't, I would definitely also spend up for Darvish. He's... That matchup against the Brewers is solid for him. And I was kind of, as you mentioned with the Brewers' offense, I was kind of even more towards not even buying into them going into the year, just because the guys that they've lost in their offense, you know, of course, Moustakis, the main one, um... So I know, obviously, they still have Yelich, like you said, but uh, oh. just I don't—they just don't really have much there. Yeah, Grandal too. Yeah, Grandal—they lost. So yeah, just nothing really there. To be, so I didn't—I didn't buy into them at all going in. I'm with you on that. So yeah, that's a solid matchup for Darvish. Now some of the other pitchers, you know, you got Chris Paddock, who may, but he's facing the Dodgers, so I wouldn't really bank on him doing too well. I think the Dodgers' offense is just too good; they might, they might uh, rough him up a little bit. And also Glass now, who's been struggling to start against the Red Sox lineup, who has been struggling, but they can also always end up putting up some. Numbers some end up breaking out against a struggling pitcher,
1: Uh,
0: and then the same thing with uh, uh, Julio Urias against the Padres lineup, who's been really, really good so far, especially Tatis. So I don't know, just and a a lot of the guys I wouldn't really want to bank on, just because of the question marks that you have.
1: yeah I'm with you.
2: I agree. Glasnow, yeah Glasnow is I don't know. We'll talk more about him in a second, but i I don't know what i I don't wanna trust it yet i I believe in Glasnow, yeah as a pitcher i I think he's terrific, but um, I don't wanna use him yet, yeah and well,
0: you know, always like we said the same thing a couple of days ago with pa- James Paxton and then all of a sudden he had a good start so
2: Right, maybe maybe us saying this These kind of things on this pod It just breaks guys out of their. You, you know it, it just they'd flip the switch. They're like, okay now it's time to go off. They said We're not gonna do anything today and then boom Dropping the hammer, striking out 10, giving up no runs or, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Just like Mar- Margot the other day going four for four after I wrote him in as the dud, the hitting dud.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's he like, heard you. He said he read the article like Jordan did with when he was in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> read all the articles and it's like, we're going to take care of you tonight. We're going to take care of you. Like, take care, of, or we already took care of you. You know, beating them in the yeah. series predictions—that was cool.
0: That was awesome. Just rolling into some hitters. Uh, the one guy I like is Castellanos, who. Uh, facing against uh, what the hell was his name? Oh, Trevor Williams, which you talked about before, which he could end up doing being solid against the Reds lineup, but he also may blow up. with. And then Castellanos is one guy who's been, been good against him, four for 11 with three doubles in his career, and also against right handers. 19 of his 27 home runs last year were against right handers. Uh, 803 OPS, and then also he has six home runs against right-handers this year, ten RBIs. So he hits right-handers well, and I think he'll be able to do do that again today. And I'm actually I'm gonna predict another home run for him. I'm gonna be I'm gonna have him as my home run pick. Let's get seven home runs against right-handers this year. All right, I like it. Um, Yeah, and then another one, which is kind of a stack too, actually, because but one of my favorite for this lineup is the Rays. For the Rays is Brandon Lau against, uh, what's the hell is his name? Kyle Hart. He's making his major league debut. So just like yesterday, the stack the Rays. And you could start that with Brandon Lau, who's been the best hitter on the Rays so far. Uh, and 3 all three of his home runs are against left-handers. So, uh, And Hart is a left-hander, of course. And so I think he has a chance to get a fourth, maybe. But he'll definitely put up some big numbers. Uh, at, well, the whole entire Rays lineup is probably going to be huge. I think uh, they're definitely rough up the the youngster. And Lau's coming off a 3 for 5, 2 RBI, 3 run night last night. So I think he'll be able to build off that. Keep it rolling. Those so those are my two main guys that I ha that I like for
2: for this slate. Yeah, I like it. Um, Castellanos, he's, he's been one of the hottest hitters in the league to start this year. And really when he got traded to the Cubs, yeah. um, since, you know, the halfway point or past the halfway point last year. Um, so love that. Love both of those picks right there. Um, guys, I'm going to go with. I mean, Yandy Diaz, you mentioned the Rays going against Hart, um, who hasn't pitched in the majors. Um, I He's just too cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't really swung it the greatest yet this year, but he's hitting two fifty eight, but he still doesn't have a home run. Um, and, you know, yesterday... Which I mean I know you're aware of because I, well we did the pod together and I I tweeted it out that I I think I called this one with brand uh excuse me not Brandon Low uh Wow but uh Austin Meadows breaking out getting off the Schneid with his first homer of the year and he did um so I think I'm gonna go ahead and plug in Yandy Diaz cheap bat. In a nice spot here, Um, one of the guys that had one of the hardest hard-hit percentages. I mean, his entire stat cast was red last season, all over the place. Um, Striking out quite a bit, and those, those numbers don't look as good right now, but I think it's only a matter of time. And I think he gets his first homer of the year today and so we'll try to go two for two with that yeah. Um, but yeah at 3100 on DK he's just too cheap and on FanDuel he's uh 2.6k which is still pretty damn cheap um so I like that and the raised 5.28 implied run total. So he should, at the very least, give you some points somehow. Yeah. Um, the other guy, I like, and I'm going to go ahead and just double down on the home run picks today. Mm. So, oh, I mean, one of these I'm thinking has to has to hit because this guy's too good. And, I mean, I know he's come back from injury from last year, but he's in a great spot as long as that game, there's no real rain troubles there. Um, Going up against Eshelman like we talked about. Um, Andrew McCutcheon. I think he could get his first homer of the year uh, today as well. I mean, Tom Eshelman last year had a home run per nine rate of three and an XFIP near six. Only a 13.4% career K percentage. Jesus. With a career 41.4% hard hit percentage. Righties hit 359 with eight bombs and a 427 woba against him. Last season. Those, that, those are the numbers for that last season. Um, so, you know, a lot of people see right-handed pitcher. They want to use a lefty. I think McCutcheon could be the, the nice righty in that lineup that might do some damage today. So those are my two bats that I like. I like McCutcheon and I like Yandy Diaz. And they're both pretty... I mean, as far as uh, the Phillies go... McCutcheon's not cheap, but he's a cheaper Philly bat because they kind of priced him up a little bit now.
0: Yeah, uh, I like that pick though. I, I I've been been looking for him to break out a little bit because he's obviously he's still coming off from the ECL, so I, he's kind of obviously going to have be kind of a slow start with that, but. I think he can definitely break out today.
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm hoping for it because I'm going to have, I'm definitely going to have some McCutcheon in my my lineup. So I'm not playing many because I, with this small of a slate with only five games and I don't, I don't want to get exposure all the way around. All right. But I, yeah, he'll be in there for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't mention too that the the slate it's f- for four or five, so it was, That's the first game of the Orioles and the Phillies. Oh the-
2: yeah, definitely got to mention that. Yeah, because that's it's a it's an odd odd time for the main yeah. slate.
0: Yeah, it's a Thursday. That's usually when they have like kind of weird slates. Mhm. Yeah, uh, so then you got uh Rays, Red Sox, four thirty, and then uh, Pirates, Reds at five ten, Brewers and Cubs at seven fifteen, and uh, Padres and Dodgers at nine forty. So uh, definitely, you gotta get them. If you're making any lineups, you gotta get them in before you know four o'clock. Well. You can still adjust them before the other games if you're gonna put somebody up for the other four games. If you're gonna put yeah, them in from there,
2: but yeah, you could always what you could do if you're gonna if you're gonna run some stacks of like the later games, like Cubs, Brewers, um, the Padres, Dodgers, games like that, and the lineups aren't out yet, and you're afraid that you're not gonna be able to. Uh, swap and stuff like that. You could reserve some some uh contests and you can also put some dummy lineups together with yeah. those players uh play, I mean players from those teams and then you could swap out those players once the lineups have already locked. You can edit those games because they haven't started yet. So that would be my advice if you're going to if you want to get some exposure to those Two games, or you have a particular team that you really want to stack because you like the matchup, or or whatever the reason is, ownership, whatever. Um, you can put some dummy lineups together, and and then just edit from there once a lo- the lineups released.
1: All right.
0: That's what I'm always like. I'm always worried about like making a lineup like before i go to work or something and then not be able to check it and then somebody isn't in the lineup
2: like oh that's the worst yeah if you can't get back to it yeah it's the worst. yeah make sure if you're gonna do that um today make sure you can you'll have an opportunity to go back and edit and you don't get uh locked with you know complete garbage and you won't have a chance to you know Cause you definitely don't want to do that and don't put a dummy lineup together With guys that are playing early on accident unless you want them to be a part of the stack That you think you can work around which obviously that's you know that that's a very viable strategy, but you know not somebody who you could potentially want at that position from uh you know one of the later games cuz you won't be able to swap that around you'll just be locked with this guy and he might be over for four yeah.
1: with that
2: game completely done and the other game about to start and you might have the best stack ready to go you know so yeah,
0: yeah speaking of sp- stacks though um well, I mentioned the Rays, of course, doing that again. But I also go. I might actually go the other way as well with the Red Sox. Like we talked, we talked about this before the pod. But I, okay, we mentioned with Glass now. He's been off to a rough start, and Red Sox lineup is kind. of, I mean, obviously they still they don't have Mookie Betts, but they still have other guys in there that can do damage. Uh, Alex Verdugo is still not fully broken out, so I think. He can potentially hit his first home run, and they're—I think—they're kind of in a lineup that's bound to to break out at some point. And why not against Glass now? A uh, pitcher struggling and someone against the, uh, a division rival, in the race in the last game of that series. So maybe they'll have a little extra motivation. To do damage, you know Xander Bar- Bogarts, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, guys like that.
2: Yeah, I I like that call um, a lot. Like that's what, like we were talking about earlier. Um, it's it'll be a contrarian stack, I think, because people yeah. see glass now and they're like, no. I'm not attacking Glass now. I'm not face putting any hitter against Glass now, um, which, yeah, that still holds true, I think, and especially if he was really in form, mm-hmm. um, and not just trying to get his bearings about him. Uh, but right now, I don't think he's quite there yet, and. You know, he has a 50% hard-hit percentage against them and 15.7% walk rate. Uh, not really great. And, yeah. you know, he's not throwing a ton of pitches yet. So I I, I do like the Red Sox a lot as a, as a lower-owned stack. Yeah, and the, the glass not only
0: went two and two-thirds innings his last start, and... If he goes if he doesn't go that long, if they hit off him, they can also hit off their bullpen because I mean I mean they have a better bullpen than the Red Sox do, but they're
2: they can definitely do damage still. Yeah, definitely. I mean and Glasnow's yet to make it through five innings this this year and he's given up a homer in each of his first three starts, so you know, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but yeah. It, I mean, it very well could. He he could strike out guys, but he can also give up some damage today.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's I I mentioned Verdugo. I I'm gonna officially make it another home run pick for me, having him break out for his first homer.
2: Sweet. Trying to trying to join the home run club here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like your some of your other picks though you've gotten some homers out of those picks so yeah even if you didn't say they were a home run call it's still well it's,
0: yeah it's
2: true. still I it still counts yeah
0: but I was yeah I was on with
2: the the Blake Snell pick was that was that was a good one yesterday Yeah, definitely. Prove me wrong, because I didn't didn't trust him to...
0: How many pitches did he get up to? I didn't even look. I don't remember. I
2: mean, I didn't see. I just saw he had a good outing, but let me check. Yeah, I remember that was one of the main concerns I had with him, though. I didn't didn't know how many pitches he was going to get to. I think
0: he went through... Did he go through six? I don't know. I think he was through six. Was he okay? Um let me see. Now too. No, actually five he, did, he went through five with let's see the pitch count.
1: What the fuck is it?
0: Where the hell does it say pitch count on
2: oh, you gotta go down? Oh he only Okay, so the info I got was right though oh, because correct. earlier today I I saw that he had a he had a max of 70 pitches or five innings, whatever came first, and Man. he had 70 pitches and five innings. Yeah, exactly. That's... Wow, that is pretty crazy. That's the exact info that I, I got on him today. That I or today, yesterday, excuse me. We're mm. pre recording this, yeah, <laughs> just so um, everybody's clear. Yeah, we're, we're doing it the night before. <laughs> Well, it's, um,
0: it's morning now, though.
2: But, uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. but technically, yeah. Also, um, yeah, he had. In uh, the bed, yeah, but.
0: Yeah, he had six strikeouts, no runs, four hits. So, um, let's Good see. Call. Yeah, his DraftKings points were twenty-four point eight five. So that's. Pretty damn good. How many? Sorry, twenty-four
2: point eight five. Yeah, definitely got the win. Got the K's. Got yeah six K's through five, I believe.
0: Yeah, I I was able to double my money. I got I have three dollar entry and made six dollars. So nice. Yeah. yeah,
2: you'll take that. I uh. What did I do? I didn't even check the final. Uh, okay, so I I made 23 bucks. Mm-hmm. I doubled up in cash games. And then hit on some tournament. Not, not hit, like took a tournament down, but cashed in some tournaments. Um, yeah. Which I'll take. Um, thought it could have been a little bit better. Didn't have, quite have the the right combos, but
1: um,
0: I did. I also did two head to heads, and I won both of them. So
2: nice. Yeah, just slowly build that bankroll, and then you can spread it around a little bit in some tournaments. Yeah. Did you have any other stacks that you what? liked today? Um, sure, I like
0: the Phillies against the Orioles. Like I, well, I mentioned them before, but I like McCutcheon, like you said, the home run, your home run call. I like that. And Harper, I, I think he'll have a day. Uh, we talked about Reese Hoskins. I think he'll end up have, actually breaking out and having some kind of some kind of day. Uh, he's been struggling to start off. So I think he can do something finally.
2: Uh-oh. Yeah, with Eshelman struggling against righties, you know, I, uh, I I could see that too. But he's kind of a boomer bus guy, but he, he, hits, he hits the ball very far when he gets a hold of it. Yeah. A shellman. A shield.
0: A shelled man. Let's see. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll, of course, Dee, Dee I have to mention him. I think like he's another bat in there that you can have that's having a stack.
2: Yeah, definitely. I like I like these Phillies today. Um, it'll it'll probably be popular again. Um, you know, but the Phillies, the Rays, again, probably be popular, but I like them. Um, and, uh, let's see here. I had a couple others jotted down. I like... I, I like the in the contrarian stack, we, we mentioned uh, Boston a, a little already. Um, but I, I like the Cubs going up against Brett Anderson. He's the probable opener. And then Corbin Burns is the probable long reliever. I don't really want to pick on Corbin Burns, but who's to say that the Cubs don't do some serious damage in the first couple innings against Anderson? And if that's the case... I really like the Cubs. Um, Wrighties had a forty-three point nine percent hard contact rate against Anderson, and against him last year with, or that was yeah, that was last year. And then seventeen of his twenty homers allowed came from righties as well, and they hit two eighty against him. So. If it's loaded with righties up top, uh, KB, Javi, Wilson, uh, Contreras, if you you throw in Bodie as a cheap option in one of these stacks, if he's in the lineup, um, he hit the ball hard twice um, last night, and he was only one for four, but he had a couple RBIs. Seems to be seeing it pretty well now. Um, Rizzo, we know he can hit lefties or righties. So I, I like the Cubs stack. Um, Rizzo and Bryant homered last night. Hayward had a good night. He probably won't be in there against a lefty, but you never know. Um, So I, I, I kind of have some interest here in the Cubs. And, I mean, they're the best team in baseball. I can't believe I get to say that. <laughs> they are the best team in baseball right now, from a record and winning percentage standpoint. So, feels good to say that. And mm-hmm. it, it if that stack hits, it'll it'll feel good today too.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could see the Cubs, Cubs Dodgers
2: in the NLCS maybe. Yeah, I think that's been what I've been kind of predicting here after the first week or so of baseball. I I think the NLCS still runs through the Dodgers. Um and the Cubs I I think it's gonna be a rematch. I mean, they played twice in the NLCS already. Was it twice? Mm. Seventeen they did. Uh 2016, of course. Yeah. Oh, he played yeah. two years in a row. hmm
0: So, yeah, this would be the tiebreaker then.
2: Yeah, this would be, yeah, this would be the tiebreaker because the Cubs fell to him in 17. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Cubs obviously, we know what happened in 16. Yeah. But, well, if... I know we're not making predictions right now, but I think the Cubs have a good shot to get to the NLCS. I'll say that.
0: We we went a little bit longer than we wanted to, but we always do that. We
2: always do. <laughs>
0: Never fails. But well, go make some money. Make some hard-earned cash on DraftKings, or FanDuel, or whatever you use. Yahoo.
2: Anything. Fantasy yeah. Draft.
0: And... Ugh. Yeah, just... Keep listening to these episodes. Gonna keep keep them up, keep them coming. DFS every day. Got to do keep keep doing it. And the, of course, as always, the articles are on the Squirt Growth Well, Slash Prime Time. Uh, we have a different person doing it every every day. Well, sometimes maybe I'll, I might do. Sometimes I do twice a week, depending on. You know, who's able to do it. Johnny sometimes does two a week, I think. So, but usually it's a different person every day, which is kind of nice to see somebody else's point of view of what they have, have in mind for lineups.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: But... Yeah, hope uh, I think soon shortly though we we should do like a just a regular episode. We were doing these DFS ones but maybe do one like about just the whole season in general about what's going on. You know, hottest teams or whatever, best teams so so far. That sounds good to me. Yeah. But yeah, we should wrap this up here. It's Almost, no, it's after 2 o'clock for me, Um, so I want to get to bed here and then wake up and do some lineups before, you know, the early sleep since it starts at 4. So, yeah, I'll I'll be back again with another episode. Tomorrow for the slate, slate of games Friday, fr- the Friday slate. So it should be a good one there as well. And just a reminder, you can never have too much pod tar.